welcome, welcome, and welcome everybody. Listen, I am so excited for the next move that God is doing in our ministry, in our midst. I am Pastor Winchell, and I am here bringing to you Parenting Now. This is our podcast coming together to talk about different issues, different circumstances, different situations when it comes to parenting. Guys, listen, we are going to be here once a month talking about different topics that you as parents may face and go through. Also, it might bring insight to how we can better connect with our children. And today is our first ever recording. So we're so glad, we're happy of what God is doing in our midst and especially in this season, especially as us as parents, we need to be more connected and also we need to be more connected with our kids. And for our first recording, I am excited to have my brother, my friend. We've been knowing each other for so many years. I have this guy, this amazing guy, Mr. Kareem Brand. Mr. Brand, how you doing tonight? What's up? What's up? Good. Good for you to have me here. I'm right. just glad that you chose me. And I feel like you was led by God to do that because I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Just to kind of give you a, a small background of him, he is a um, he is a native of the Virgin Islands, right? Uh, he is currently working for JSO. Correct. And also, he is an entrepreneur who has multiple businesses under his loop. He is married to the amazing uh, Mrs. Andrea Brand. And, um, and he is also a, a, an amazing father. He is an awesome father figure to his kids. Uh, and I definitely see the evidence of him in them. And uh, definitely, we want to talk about a subject today. Dads make a difference. Dads make a difference. And we're going to start it off by this. I'm going to ask him a question, and I want you to give us some insight on this right here. How do you feel your presence in the house impacts your children? I mean, it impacts my children in a big, big way. Um, I know personally because I didn't grow up with my dad. Um, I turned out all right because I had a strong mom and I had a, a stepdad, which was a father figure. So that did make a huge difference. You know, um, our kids look up to us as men, and we got to lead by example. And a lot of times my kids do exactly what I do. You know, my son, Josh, he's nine. He's very personable. He does, he watches me to the T. So I got to kind of, it kind of keeps you balanced as a dad too because you kind of watch what you're doing and how you're expressing yourself because your kids are coming up behind you. So that's the next generation. So you're kind of raising the next generation. So dads in the household is very key. I think it's one of the blueprints of of a good household because every kingdom needs a king right? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so that's 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 very 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 important absolutely and as he says um that his children watch him now i want the viewers to understand how many children do you actually have five <laughs> <laughs> my dog busy <laughs> got five of them things <laughs> right he has five children and you have how many boys and how many girls um three boys two girls right and then he said one thing that his children mirror him 
And that is one of the vital things that we understand that as dads, our children mirrors us. I want to give you, I'm going to give you a few points uh, during this uh, recording. And what I want you to um, take away from it is that what fathers actually give to their children. And I'm going to give you the first point. The first point is they provide discipline. A present father, a dad provides discipline. Now, moms, trust me, I, I was raised by my grandma and my grandma didn't play the flute, but there was something that when my grandfather spoke or when my even my dad, who wasn't really present, when they spoke, there was a cadence that was in their voice that actually changed the whole mood of everything. There is a certain thing that comes from the father that these children need, and they need to hear the voices of their fathers. Now, of course, there are so many different situations and circumstances that sometimes it's outside of your control. But a dad being present in his kid's life is very, very, and it is extremely important. Doesn't take away from our moms who are doing a phenomenal job raising sometimes these young men. But it is important that these kids, these children, see and they hear what their father sounds like and what their father does. Another question that I want to ask you is, do you feel your kid's direction in life is based on you being present? I agree and disagree. Um, I'm going to say the disagreement factor first because every, every individual is what it is, an individual. Right. You know, it takes a community and an environment to raise an individual correctly and upright. Like I said, I'm the perfect example. You know, the fact that I didn't want to be, in a sense, out of my kids' presence, like my dad, it pushed me to kind of do better than my dad right. and be in their presence. So that kind of led me to stay on the straight line and follow other direction by other uh, male figures that was positive. Of course, my mom, she played both of the left and right. She was my father figure, my mother figure, she, not my father figure, but she was just so strong that she taught me a lot of things that I even use now as a man. And it's key, but I agree in a sense because I can already see that, I will, no offense to women, but they're not going to have all the answers, the insight, the emotional insight right. that a man goes through or a boy goes through. Like I tell my boys, they always say, Dad, how did you know? I say, because I'm raising myself. So it's kind of me correcting the things that I did being young so they can be better than I was. Right. Get what I'm saying? So that's the agreeing part with it. Um, I can lead them to where they need to go in a better way than I was. Nice, nice. Absolutely, absolutely. Let me give you guys a couple of stats that you may not know. And this comes from the Directory of Fathers, and it talks about um, a, a census of the direction of children who have their fathers present. A child who has a present father is 45% less likely to repeat a grade. I didn't know that. Right. A child who has a present father is 39% to get all A's, has a 39% chance higher to get all A's. And here is the kicker. Here is the one, one stat that really blew me away. 
a child who has a present father is 80% less likely to go to jail. I believe in that one now. 80% less likely. And if we be 100% honest, especially in our community and the African-American community, there are a lot of young men who are in there because of a lack of a male figure in their life. And you who actually works in the jail system, you've had several conversations. You, I mean, you see it day in and day out right. with these guys who go to jail because of the fact that there was a lack of a male figure in their lives. And again, there are so many different circumstances that happens where sometimes it's outside of your control. But dads, I'm telling you, you make a difference in your children's life. You make a difference in the direction that they will go in their life. You make a difference in the choices that they will make. How many times do we hear our young ladies say, I wish my dad was around because I would have known what it was like to actually go after somebody who can show me how to truly love me. Correct. How many times do we hear that? How many times do we hear young men say, man, I wish my daddy was here so I could just ask them what I need to do. That is something that we hear constantly. And another stat, let me tell you another thing. The first thing I said is that the father provides discipline, but also the father is their first role model. Yeah, that's true. The that's father is true. the first role model that the children see. It's not their teacher. It's not their pastor. It's not their, it is their father. Correct. That is their first role model that they see. And then also, you, you stated something uh, uh, um, earlier where you talked about that you wanted to be, you know, you wanted to do better than your father. Let me ask you this question. How much more do your kids motivate you? <laughs> they motivate me 150% because if I drop the ball I feel like it's kind of like a ship you know if I drop the ball or if I have a hole in in my ship everybody goes down um the male figure of course is I'm not gonna say it is the, the strongest being right. but like I tell people they laugh at me when I say this I said I'm my kid's superhero because I'm the first person that they see. They, my boys never see, my kids never see me cry, even though I do. But I feel like I show them so much strength that they can push through and do the things that they need to do as young men and watch me and watch what I do. And like I said, my kids take notes. It blows my mind when they have conversations with me. They say things that I say. They treat people how I treat them. And they have this sense of, man, I got to stay on my toes. Right, right, you know right, what I mean? Right, 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 right. So I, I, I agree. You know what I mean? Right. So your kids definitely do, do motivate you. Correct. And I, I want to give this example, right? Um, in, in the uh, book of Luke, right? Luke chapter 15. I had to look at my notes uh, really quickly. <laughs> I won't forget. <laughs> in Luke chapter 15, we talk about the prodigal son, right? We talk about the prodigal son who uh, the Bible says that he took his father's inheritance. And I'm going to touch on a few points. He took his father's inheritance, right? Number one, he had a father who knew enough to make sure that his children had an inheritance. Then the Bible says that he took it and he went to go to live loose, loose living, right? He went out, he squandered it all, he wasted it all. And then the Bible says that he came to himself. And he says, even my father's servants 
had food to eat, but yet I'm over here with the pigs. Mm. And what did he do when he came to himself? He came back to his father's house. There was a certain there are lessons, there are principles that fathers will instill in their children that even though they depart, they will always come back to what Correct. their father taught them. Correct. They will always come back. Now, here's one thing that, that I love to see, and it may be so small. Anytime you cut hair or you're brushing your hair or putting your do-rag on, mm. I love to see that your boy is always trying to get waves. And then I look at Junior. <laughs> Junior has a head full of waves. Yeah, exactly. But that's because he was mimicking and watching your move, seeing how you take care of your affairs, seeing how mm. you take pride in your appearance. And what did that do? That translated into him to where now, guess what? Mm. Man, I want to look like my pops. Correct. I want to be fresh like my pops. Correct. And I hear Joshua say, Dad, do I look like you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he want to look like me so bad. But I told him, he, I always told him, man, you're going to look way better than me. Right. Yeah. So I, I try to motivate him, like I said, to the next level for the next generation. So, you know, me, people don't notice, but I had low self-esteem when I was younger. <laughs> so him, I didn't want him to go through that part. Right. You know what I mean? So I tell him, hey, man, you're going to look way better than me. And I always tell him, I always tell my boys, and, and I don't know if this is a subject you're going to touch on, but as fathers, we don't always have to be masculine and strong. We, could, we can roll around on the ground with our kids. We can say, hey, man, you, you look handsome today. You know, we would, you know, some dads be like, I don't want to say that yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah. the case is. You got to tell your kids that because if it's coming from you, it, it hits different. Right. You know what I mean? You know, if it comes from the female gender, oh, you know, mom might say, you're so handsome. But, you know, some moms just be going over the board. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but, you know, coming from a dad, it just hit, hit the heart. You know, they really take it to heart. And even, even um, I'm going to share this small story if I can, yeah, if I had time. Um, last night, I actually, this falls in line with everything you're talking about. Um, I actually worked 16 hours last night, so I got home about 3 in the morning. Well, after 3, anyway, and when I got home, Josh was throwing up. He was sick. He felt, felt sick, upset. Even though I was tired, and normally I take a shower, go to bed, you know, I aided him. I was by his side. I didn't wake my wife up. I didn't say, hey, I need sleep. You get up and deal with it. I took that on because he's seen a different side of me. Even though I'm dead and I'm hard and I get on him and stuff like that, he's seen that I can nurture too. And being that, I didn't even notice this because I was taking care of him, X, Y, Z. He fell asleep. He woke up in the morning and I take him to school. He was like, hey, Dad, I just wanted to tell you, I really appreciate you taking care of me last night, which I wasn't expecting that. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? It, so stuff like that just really touched me because he comes out of left field <laughs> with, with some of the stuff he says, and I, I really appreciate that as a dad. So it's really important, man, to take those things into consideration. So what's funny is you, you, you got to be in the spirit, brother, because you literally touched on the next point that I wanted to give Which is one? that our fathers give us confidence. Correct. Our fathers give us confidence, right? Let me, let me put it in this aspect, right? Um, I remember, you know, 
many of you may not know my story, but, you know, my father wasn't necessarily present. He was there, but he wasn't present. I remember the best thing that my father did for me was he came to one of my football games. It was my freshman year. I was playing football, and I think my grandma cussed him out <laughs> to come to my game because all he wanted to do was party and be with yeah. women, and she cussed him out. He said, you need to go to your son's game, and I'll never forget. And I happened to be on the field, and I don't know what came over me, but I just hit a left, and I looked, mm -hmm. and I saw my dad in the stand. When I tell you, I feel like I could tackle the whole yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was ready to knock everybody head loose. I know exactly what you mean. Trust me. <laughs> and and it's and it's such and it's such an empowering feeling that when you have a father that is there looking at you, cheering you on, that it builds a certain level of confidence in you, mm -hmm. and that even even if you think about it biblically, where do we draw our strength? Knowing that we have a father that loves us. Where do we draw, uh, uh, you know, our God, knowing that we have a father that directs us, knowing that we have a father that no matter what we go through, he is always there for right. us. And right. that gives us the that gives us the confidence, the power to continue on even in our faith. Correct. So it is it is imperative and is important that as fathers that we step up and that we step to the plate and make sure that we are present for our children, both boys and our young girls, because exactly. our young ladies we are the first example of what love looks like for them. Yes, that is true. We are the first example of what love looks That's like for our young true. girls. That's definitely true. And, you know, for me who um, are around teenagers, who, you know, mentor them, talk to them, um, and hear some of their stories and how sometimes there is a cry that they say, I wish I had my dad. The young lady say, I wish my dad would show me this. And one thing about it, too, is as fathers, we carry a big burden. There Definitely. is a big mantle that we carry. Definitely. And sometimes we don't have that outlet to really express how we feel. We are expected to always be okay. Exactly. We That's are true. expected to never have a moment of vulnerability or weakness that we should always have it. But the reality is sometimes we get beat up. Sometimes All we get time. burned down. <laughs> uh, but we just may take it a little better than others. You right. know, everybody's different. Everybody handles situations differently, you know. But as a man, like you said, we, hey, why are you being so soft or, or vulnerable, as you say? It's like a different, I say a microscope is on you, but not only women, not only your kids, the public. Society. If your if your household goes down, everybody, hey, what what was what was the dad doing, or what was your husband doing, right? You know, the for that to happen, right. why couldn't it be the other side? It's because the man in the household or the father in the household is just just powerful, basically. Like they say, when you kill the king in chess, what happens? The game's over, Checkmate. right? So I guess that's how it is right. in life. And let me let me ask you this question. And just to um, just to open this door, when you have moments of weakness, when you have moments of vulnerability as a dad, right? As a dad, because if someone comes and say, "I'm a hundred percent all right all the time," that is a lie. Correct. We all have our moments. As a dad, how can you say you've handled those moments where you just feel like, "Man, I." I just, I just feel like either giving up or it's just this just feels like it's too much. Like as a dad, how do you handle that? 
Well, first I handle it as an individual first and, you know, say to myself, I am human. Right. And, um, you know, like I said, I always try to be the superhero. I always try to be strong for not only my kids, for my wife, you know, other people. But you have to be stronger for yourself, mm-hmm. especially in life. So when I have those moments, you know, I just say to myself, hey, your life has already been written. So this was meant to happen. Now you got to find out why it happened. Right. So that kind of helps me as a person figure out my next move. Right. Then when I, then, you know, I pray, I ask God, you know, what is this? Show me. Um, at times, you know, I go to my wife and I share stuff with her and she might give a different outlook on stuff. And she gave me a bunch of revelations about things I didn't know about myself that really helped me in life. So I say, as a man, you got to pick and choose when you want to open up. Because, you know, at times it might be looked at as weak or whatever the case is. But like I said, you got to be strong for others, but you got to be stronger for you as a man. But at the same time, don't be scared to say, hey, this is life and things happen. You got to find out, like I heard today, this blew my mind, and it, it was like revelation for everyone. I heard a message that said, when you, when you put a destination in the, in the GPS, right, and you veer off, the GPS doesn't take you backwards. It reroutes you to right, where, you, right. where you're going, right, right. right? So that's the same thing when life knocks you down. You say to yourself, hey, this was meant to happen. Now what I got to do to still get to my destination, to still continue. So I felt felt like that was powerful for me. I don't know if it was powerful for somebody else, but I really appreciated that when I seen it. You know what I mean? And it makes me feel good that that sometimes you make the right choices as a man and, and you do those things to make you go forward. But never go backward. Like I tell people, you know, you work out when, Some, when sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. sometimes. But when you imagine you're lifting weights, right? Mm-hmm. So you're lifting weights and you're struggling with the weight that you have on now. Do you take off weight or you add weight? I take it off. Baby. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you work with what you have. Right. Or what you can work with. A lot of times, as men, as humans, when something happens, we say, "Man, it's over," and we—it's kind of like they say, a burden. You're right, right. We we take on all that heaviness, and we keep on take. I say all the time, take off some of that stuff. Yeah. Handle what you can handle right, right now. Right. What you can't handle, don't try to handle it. Right. So, uh, it's just like that. Right. And and what's and what's so. Uh profound about what you said is that even as dads and as men that we do try to take on too much exactly that's we, that's my point yeah we we do try to take mm-hmm. on too much because society has put us in a place to where we just always have to be that strong person now don't get mm-hmm. me wrong yes god created us this way he Correct. created us to to carry the mantle to carry sometimes the heaviness and the load for our families But there's going to come a time where you have to recharge and refill. There comes a time where you're not going to have all the answers. And that is okay. 
as a parent, you're never going to get it 100% right. You will make mistakes as a parent and as a dad, it's okay. But like you said, you don't go backwards. You just get rerouted to get back on track to where you need to go. And sometimes you hear certain fathers that say, hey, man, it's whatever. I might as well just not even do it. Not realizing that, no, you just need to find another way. You just need to find another way. And sometimes, you know, my my story is different and I don't really need to go into details, but Mm -hmm. I kept fighting. And you know some of the stuff that I was experiencing as as a father. So I myself am a father to a teenager. My daughter's 15, but I have a child who lives out of state that I'm still active in her life. Okay. So I make the efforts to be in her life regardless. Uh, I mean... (laughs) I've been through, through. Listen, I've been through three <laughs> cars. Through. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and there have been times where I literally said to myself, I just want to give up because this is too much. But I'm thankful that I have men like yourself and others who show me that, man, no matter what, you right. have to push through because you have to be there for your kids. Right. You know, because they are looking at you. They are looking at how resilient you are when you deal with situations. They are looking at how you handle circumstances. They are looking at how you're able to get knocked down and get right, right back, back up and keep pushing. And that is why dads make a difference. Dads make they a difference. make a difference. I want to touch on the subject where you was talking about as far as law enforcement and, you know, the guys that you can tell the ones that didn't have dads or didn't have a father figure or had a bad father figure or someone male that they looked up to that made wrong choices like i tell people bad people are not in jail bad choices are right right so i had a lot of young men when i worked at the jail i did 10 years straight at the jail i had plenty of young guys that said he wasn't locked up he meant he worked okay (laughs) when he said 10 years he meant he worked there not locked up guys i'd rather get paid to be locked up (laughs) but anyway um a lot of guys come up to me and I speak to them like human beings, right. you know, because it was their choices, not them. Right. Right. So I had a lot of guys that say, hey, man, I wish I would have met you before I got locked up. So all they need is a strong male positive figure in their life right. to show them something different. And a lot of them still communicate with me and see me when they get out and say, hey, man, I'm out. And I said, that's what's up. Don't go back. You know, and then the ones that see me say, hey, man, you still working here? I say, you still coming back? Right. I'm going to start working when you stop coming back. <laughs> so that kind of hit them differently right. coming from a man, you right. know, and I'm not looking down on them, but I'm telling them you can do better because right. a lot of them don't have that in their lives. Absolutely. So that's, that's, that's correct. Right. As far as what you said earlier. And what I want to do is, I, um, and I know we make an emphasis on fathers, you know, being that male figure for, for young boys. And, and it's just as important for our daughters as well. But it's just because we want to create a generation of strong men. Correct. If we look at the 70s, we realize that during the civil rights movement, there were a bunch of strong men who knew how to follow a vision. And that is what a lot of our boys don't have nowadays. They don't have vision. And our fathers are the ones that give us the vision. Now, again, I'm not taking away from moms who are doing a phenomenal job. job. They're doing an amazing job with with some of our young men who have raised, you know, professional athletes, who have raised doctors, who have raised lawyers, who have raised principal, who has raised teachers. I mean, some of our moms are, I mean, mean, applaud to them. They deserve 
their flowers while they're here. Um, it's just we just want to make sure that we, we, we get things back into balance where we have our men raising strong young men. Because at the end of the day, our women shouldn't have to feel like they need to be strong when we're around. Correct. They should feel safe. They should feel protected. They should feel provided for. And we want to make sure that we're raising men who are going to fill those roles. And it's our duty as dads to make sure that we're not only raising strong men, but we're also instilling things in our daughters as well and showing them what love looks like from a real man. Correct. So, Even though it makes them sick. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, mm -hmm. listen, guys, man, I, I just want to say that, listen, this is here. This is where we have a conversation for our parents is for us to talk about different topics and things that really might hit home for you and to help you to recognize certain things within your household and also for you to connect better with your children. Uh, because, you know, a, a tragedy just happened. Um, you know, Regina King, who had her son. Mm -hmm you know, unfortunately yeah, commit suicide, 26 years old, and outside looking in, you're looking at, man, what could possibly be wrong? You you know, you have your mom who is a multimillionaire, you got life made, but mm -hmm. sometimes there are things that our children are going through that if we don't pay attention, we can lose them. Correct. We and, can lose them. So it's... And I wanted to, not to cut you off, but I wanted to say too, um, I don't know if a lot of households have them. I know we do it a lot. Um... We have family meetings. We just yeah. sit down, talk, powwow, say what's on your mind. We tell our kids all the time, we want y'all to express yourselves, but don't get disrespectful. Right. So we want y'all to say what's on your mind, say what's on your heart, but it's a way you can say it to where us as parents get it. Right. Like we tell our kids, our oldest daughter, she's about to be 18. Then we have our other daughter that's 15. We tell our kids we have never raised teenagers before, right? I never raised a 15-year-old and a 17-year-old before, and you never been 15 and you never been 17 before. This is your first time. You don't know what you're going to do from 17 going to 18. You don't know what you're going to do from 15 going into 16, so we have to learn from each other. That's why family meetings are real big, real important. Your Your kids, if your kids are in a sense, comfortable enough, they'll open up and a lot of parents will find out a lot of stuff that they can catch that's going on with their kids. And we, we put in their minds, look, open up. Nothing's going to happen. We're having an open discussion. Right. Like we say, the only rule is express yourself. Don't get disrespectful. Right, right. Okay? And that really helps us. I don't know if it helps somebody else. I don't know if other people do that, but that's what we do. Right. And it and it helps me as a dad to which direction I need to go because all your kids have a different personality. Right, and right, you have right, to right. Deal with them differently right. and handle certain things differently. Right. So that helps as well. That's the main key that helps me as a dad. Right. And I'm and I am so glad you said that because uh, this is the last point that I was going to make that mm -hmm. fathers need to do is communicate. Okay. We have to communicate. Um. I've had some of my, the teens that, you know, I've mentored and been over that they will come to me and have conversations with me that they do not have feel comfortable having with their own parents. I, I had that, too. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand. And I do believe that we have to get to the place to where we provide a safe space for our kids to be able to communicate with us. Here's why. Because if they don't do it now, they're going to be communicating with the wrong person who Correct. may take advantage of them. 
Correct, and not not to get that mixed up with being their friend, you know. Right, you right, have right, to right. Tell kids something. Like, hey, I'm not your friend. I'm your <laughs> right. parent. Yeah. So that's that's where the that's where the barrier comes in. With yeah. hey, we can talk, but you talking to me, not Joe Schmo or your right. girlfriends or your your homeboys. You talking to your dad, to your mom. So that's where you got to put the put them in line right. and you can be their friend but at the same time you're firm and you're their friend you're you're more than their friend right you know what i'm saying yeah absolutely absolutely so guys listen uh this has been amazing um this has been an amazing conversation that we had again we are going to be here every month and we're going to talk about different subjects and also if you have any questions or if there's a subject that you would like for us to expound on, you can definitely reach out uh, through our Freedom Church Jacksonville page. You can uh, send us a message. You can reach out to me. Um, and then we'll definitely make sure that we put that into the rotation. But it's been an amazing time here. I am so glad to have my brother, uh, my friend, appreciate you having me. here with us to talk about, you know, how dads make a difference. Uh, regardless of where you are in life, dads, you make a difference. Uh, tune in every month for Parenting Now. Uh, this is That's the new name we got for it, Parenting Now. I want you guys to tune in. I want you to share. I want you to share this with a parent that this might help. And, um, and again, if you guys need us and there right. are conversations you want to have as far as um, better insight or you want something to be expounded on, you can definitely reach out to us. I have an open door policy. You can reach out to me at right. any time. So, guys, we appreciate you. We love you for taking the time uh, to tune in with us. And we'll see you next time. God bless. And, again, this is For Parents by Parents. Peace. Peace.